The months of June, Harvest Festival, July, Sarawak Day, August, Sabah and Malaya's Independence Day, and September, Malaysia Day, are the most exhausting for me. My phone goes buzz, my email goes ding, and the rings don't stop. It's the time of the year I get to be the lucky token East Malaysian. Hooray! Every year, I continue my conscientious objection to contrived, tokenistic, disenfranchising, Malayan-driven narratives of Malaysia Day. Granted, we ought to be wary of adopting Western sociological theories and terminologies uncritically, but here we are. We bow to the status quo so as to not offend. We dare not ask for what has been taken from us because we fear more will be taken otherwise, or more likely, because what was taken has been erased from history. It's a clean slate now, we were told, through half-baked, unremorseful speeches by our post-colonial overlords. And we shall all live together separately in peace so long as we stay in our own lanes, first by force, then through historical amnesia. We assume and affirm oppressive stereotypes towards our own group. Yes, indeed, we are lesser than our westward friends. They know better. Look at their wealth and weight and the continuous wars they've waged and won. We whiten our skin, we lose our native tongues, we stop singing. We self-hate, we self-flagellate, we self-sabotage. We deny our identities. We are inferior, we want to rid ourselves of our primitive ways, we are in need of modernization, we desire to be our colonists. We look at our kin back home, back then, with disdain and shame. Those who chose not to conform with, nor defer to, the higher valued social group. You are the reason they look down on us. You are the reason they treat us so poorly. You are the reason we are oppressed and discriminated against. And as we clamber to the top of the food chain, we drag down our black and brown cousins. There is a hierarchy, and if we can't be at the top, we can settle for second best. At least we're not at the bottom. We let ourselves in and we shut the rest out. We're the good ones, we tell ourselves. We're not like them. We're civilized. We're modern. We settle for crumbs. We settle for Disney shows getting rebooted, remade, reinforcing white saviorism because at least we get screen time, then no representation at all. We settle for caricature and fetishization. We celebrate crazy rich Asians even when it makes a mockery of us because we know the vast majority of Asians do not and never will live the lives depicted in the film. But wild, wealthy non-whites, isn't that the epitome of what being the model minority is? Let's strive for that, shall we, and not rock the boat that we just came fresh off. I hope we heal and have the agency to tell our stories on our own terms, even if some of us are complicit, even if some of us are well-meaning but still hung up on our colonial mentality, even if it's so insidious it's one step forward, two steps back. They say an arrow can only soar by pulling it back. In the same way, feminism is not just for those who believe in it, but for all women or not who are oppressed by the patriarchy, whether or not they're conscious of it, decolonialization and decoloniality are the same. There are many people of color, indigenous peoples, immigrants and either minority and marginalized groups living with internalized oppression, internalized sexism, internalized homophobia, internalized racism. I end with a quote from poet and educator Pooja Nancy. If we remain happy to have others to define us, the day will come when we turn around and cannot recognize ourselves.